The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is over the line. This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line. This is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. That was pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stump. Put the scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any blend. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 9th, 2017, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage. Today at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, that's right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Today, recovering from a cigar event, the cigar event of the year. We have all the details for you. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Here we go. So we had a lot of guests, a lot of cigar celebrities actually up to see the podcast, but it was during the week. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have them on. But today we have a cigar that actually the guy that came up with the concept, the owner of the brand, um, is here, shy to get up and actually chicken. talk Such a about it. So we're going to have to do it on his own, but here he is listening and uh, he's waiting. Hiding, hiding <laughs> around the corner. Uh, Paul Giacalone is here from Plus 90 Cigars. Barry, tell us about them. Well, a cigar gets a plus 90 rating in a major magazine and production levels go up. Sometimes the sales don't match production and the manufacturer needs to raise capital, so these cigars are sold without a ban at a fraction of the cost. You'd be surprised how much this happens in our industry. These cigars all have something in common as they earned a 90 rating or better. Normally retailing for north of $10 a cigar, removing the ban brings the price down to as low as $250 a cigar. The one catch, when you order them online... You don't know what size you'll get or what the cigar once was. Right. So that's the thing of it. And this is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. This time, um, we never tell you what it is. They we are contractually we actually, obligated yeah, not we, to say. They know as they buy the product what it is, but that's it. So they come in wheels of 50. You don't know what it is. Um, you go into your favorite brick-and-mortar store. There they are. And you, and you see them. Maybe you look at it. You Try to get get an idea. You of might what be it able is. to guess what. It yeah, is. you guess what it is. Um, I I know over time, and we've been carrying this for well, three years, maybe. Yeah, that we'd look at it and have an idea. You light it up and you start smoking, and you say, "I bet you this is this." We start walking around the store and trying to match it up to end up seeing what it is um, and think we got it. Can we call the manufacturer and get bands and then buy them for cheap and put the bands back on? I wonder if they actually put the bands on, then they take them off, or they don't even put the bands on to begin with. Well, I, I know when we did the Perdomo tour that 
the, they're stored in the wheels and there's no bands on them. Right. They're stored. So I have to imagine that that's how they're stored. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And that's how they get. Then you don't waste bands. Right. Waste not, want not. Yeah. So uh, the answer is they don't want to tell you because you'll just buy this if it's that. And it's a crapshoot, though, of you don't know you don't know what you're getting. But this particular one, is this the same as what everybody got? I believe we had enough to get at least 95% of the people smoking the same one. All right. So it looks like a Churchill. It, it looks like a Habano wrapper. Kind of. Yes. yes. It's Habano. Habano-y. Habanish. Is that a word? <laughs> Feels longer than seven inches, though. Yeah. Got a little barnyard on the foot. Yeah. So I, I would would to guess to smell it. We're gonna have like a medium-bodied type of cigar. Dominican-made cigar is my. You think Dominican? I think Dominican as of now. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. It ain't Honduran. Honduran has a cheese-like component on the foot. Yeah. Like a dirty feet kind of little fumage. Homage. All right, let's see. Let's see if we can kind of guess what it is or um, have an idea. How much of this? This is a. Uh, if you buy them in the wheels, uh, they they sell for as little as two fifty a cigar. Okay. Uh, otherwise, they're uh, six dollars each. Six dollars <coughs> each, I think. Four. Well, four for twenty. Four for twenty, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, a wheel for uh, two fifty a cigar. Okay. All right. So right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So Nick Perdomo was up here with Janine. They got out of Miami early, like a week early, and did some business in, uh, I believe, Pennsylvania. And then uh, from here, the following morning, they stopped by the studio, had a cup of coffee, and headed right to Europe. Because this is the big inter tobacco yeah. happening, uh, I believe, starts Monday. So everybody was going uh, to inter tobacco, uh, including Reinhold, um, who is Cigar Journal, who came up, which was great. Yeah, he was in Jonathan C. Yes, he came up here and took a picture, I guess. I never know when you're talking about me whether or not there's some sort of double entendre. So I'm there was. Staying away there from, was. I'm staying away from you and whatever, whenever you talk about me. You'll take the bait eventually. I might go with Dominican too. It has I, a little umami-like uh, component. I, I might go even as far as to, without even lighting it, kind of think the factory this is from. I think you should stop right there All right. and not uh, not go don't, any don't, further. Don't blow it. My problem is that the wrapper is too dark to be that factory, I think. But Okay. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock, retailing for $14.99. It features three jets in line, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. And yes, I know what you're thinking. It's kind of a flat, slim-looking cigar lighter. Does it have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it does. They just flatten it a little bit. So it still holds all of the juice that you need to fuel all three jets. It's the Vertigo Glock for $14.99. We also call this the poor man's flat plane. That's what you call it. They don't call it any of those things. They call it all of those things. Yeah. Just in secret. Okay, I took my first puff. Paul Jack Loney, does the factory to make this start with the letter D? Will you stop? Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't want to ruin their own brands. <laughs> but it's fun to try to figure it out. It's fun to try to figure it out, but... But what? Stop trying to let the cat out of the bag or direct people into a certain direction. Well... Then when we're out of them, no one's going to buy them. See, I'm thinking it comes from a factory that sounds a little bit like an Italian sports car. I'm out. I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not taking any guesses. Maserati. I'll share it. I'll share it during yeah, the break. I don't know. Anyway, so we're just coming uh, coming off of uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop's 32nd anniversary. 1985. I started this bad boy. Long time. 32 years. Uh, still having fun at it, and uh, talking to a lot of the manufacturers. Uh, who have uh, been in lots of years also, there's something about this industry where you kind of want to stay in. Uh, even the ones that got out are getting back in. But the uh, thing that happened this year is, at the same time we were getting ready for the anniversary party, this is when the manufacturers normally would fly up. The bulk of those manufacturers are based in Florida. And um, you saw the hurricanes and things that happened, so we had uh, some manufacturers uh, worried that they couldn't get up here, and uh, how are they going to do it, and the flights were canceled, and this and that, and uh, some of them made it, some of them did, didn't. I don't, uh, uh, I can't hold them accountable. I mean, there's nothing they could do. They certainly wanted to be up here and said they were going to be up here, but uh, when you just can't get a flight out, when you can't get gasoline to even drive up. Uh, not to mention, you you may or may not have to board up your house and <coughs> yeah, take all the in things the furniture. That happen. And uh, so, uh, as I said, Nick and Janine Perdomo actually uh, left before it even happened. Let me get out of here. Uh, smart move on their part. Although he had to have shipped up here another suitcase full of clothes because he actually ran out of. Can I tell you how horrific that was, by the way? Because I took the delivery here. We don't yeah. normally take deliveries. Yeah, and so. I'm like, two cases from Perdomo. I mean, they're massive boxes. So I'm like, all right, what is the, what, what's the promo, promo this year? So very carefully, I open it up in case it's that humidor from last year. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So I'm very careful. I open it up. There's tissue paper inside. I open it, and all I can see is black, the side of, a, of what ends up being luggage. I don't yeah. know what it is. Clear all the paper, pull it out, and it's the heaviest suitcase I've ever picked up in my life. There's no way it's less than 40 pounds. Yeah, 50 pound limit. Oh my God, it's 100 pounds. I pull it out and I set it down. I'm like, he's giving away a suitcase full of lead. It can't, it can't be that he's giving it away because there's no Perdomo insignia on the suitcase, yeah. and that's how Nick would roll. Yeah, and I see the tag and I flip it over and everything made sense. Janine Perdomo, boom. Okay. I pulled out Nick's and it was two fingers. Yeah, there we go. He's all set. So she's obviously carrying all the shoes yeah, and. Everything woman, that goes the, along with it. They, uh, they, they pack heavy. And the best is the local rep, Roy Kirby, comes into a national location and he's like, I need to ship this back. Yeah, send back to Dirty Laundry. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> hardcore right there. Hardcore. Uh, Eric Newman from J.C. Newman. He was from Tampa. He said it was a lot of work and a lot of uh, bouncing around uh, with um, travel agents and stuff to end up doing it. But there he was. Uh, showed up, Eric Hansen, Hammer and Sickle. Uh, we'll get into the, the King of Cigars, I believe is his name now. We'll get into that. Um, he actually lives here right in Massachusetts, uh, not far away, so easy enough for him. Nelson Alfonso and his son, Nelson Alfonso, uh, from Cuba to, to, where did they go? They went to Maryland on the way to Florida 
they ended up not being able to get to Florida. They went to Costa Rica and then back to us. Um, Scott Weeks from Recluse Cigars. He was, where did he come from? Somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Midwest area. So he, he made it no problem. Christian Aroa, CLE Cigars, uh, Miami. Could not get out and had a lot of cleanup to do. Yes. And called up and said, this is terrible. And he has a boat, supposedly. And he showed me, sent me a picture of his boat that sunk. Right. It was, uh, it's called Seagar. If you ever look it up or anything, it is not a boat. It is a yacht. Unbelievable. We're talking millions. Yep. Had it not sunk, he possibly could have just shipped himself up here. Yeah. But uh, what a shame. Oh my God! Hope we've got the insurance on yeah. it. Yeah. Because wow. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't self-insure. Yeah. Yikes. George Padron, Padron, the guys did not make it up. Uh, could not get out. Um, Tony Gomez, who first sent us an email saying I can't get out, later in the day said I was able to find a way, and uh, through our friend John Carney, who would not give up. That's what he happened is. there. Kudos um, to Mr. Carney. So uh, LFD was represented in a big way. Rafael Nodell for Aging Room could not get up. He called and emailed and Facebooked and everything a million times apologizing. Uh, he just could, could not do it. There's no doubt hey, about it. He could listen, not that do happens. it. Tony Serino, he's out of Fort Lauderdale area. He took a Greyhound bus to another state then took a flight to another state where he rented a car and drove to it. It took him two days, nonstop travel, to end up coming up here. So, and uh, he wins the award for uh, best dressed. And Yes, and he, he beat you on the best dressed thing. And, and Carson Serino drove up from, um, where did he go, not Alabama. Georgia, uh, isn't it? Yeah, Atlanta, I think, Atlanta yeah. area. And Steve Saka, local. Telling me all the way through, he was so sick, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it, and he ended up making it. Um, but also added to that, we had Glenn Luke from CRA. Yep. He, he came up from, from D.C. And Reinhold Whitmire, he is the editor of Cigar Journal magazine. He wins the award for the longest travel. Longest travel. Austria. Austria. Yeah, Austria to us and then back to Germany. Yeah. For into tobacco. So thank you so much for all of them doing that, along with all our loyal customers and followers and things that came from everywhere. Um, so it was an unbelievable uh, attended and um, a great event as far as I was concerned. And thanks so much for all of them. But this is a, um, for those that have never gone to a, a two-guy smoke shop anniversary party, it is not one of those things where you get a uh, bag when you walk in and you go around from table to table or anything. This is a sit-down dinner, five-course um, event what I call a real event. When people say we're having an event, it's not an event. This is an event, right? This is a game show. This is a uh, sit-down dinner. It's a, it's, an, it's like going to a wedding, but way more smoke. I mean, it was it was smoky, right? Oh, my God. It was <laughs> yeah. smoky. I don't think it was as bad as last year, though. Last year was was tough. Yeah? It was like, you know, you could see a foot off the floor. It was, like, perfect. Mm. And it was like the fog rolling in. Yeah. This year, you could at least see across the room. Wow. They were, they were still complaining, but the weather turned out so beautiful, so we had some cross Yeah, you could go outside, too. But there wasn't many because of the way the game was played. So uh, I'll tell you about the game. And we didn't want to tell anybody in advance, but there were little hints in the advertisement. At the very top of the advertisement, it said, Simon Says, two guys, uh, I do have anniversary. To, i got to interrupt you for yeah. one second. So Carney comes up to me and says, all right, 
it, we're 10 minutes from opening the doors. Everyone's going to come in. He goes, all right, spill the beans. What's going to happen tonight? I go, I'm not doing it. I'm not telling you. You're going to have to wait. But a lot of dots will be connected. Go back to your seat. We're letting everybody in. Yeah. And he goes, you're the third employee to give me the same exact answer. Are you guys threatened within an inch of your life? And I said, no, but we all know better. And the people that don't know better, we just don't tell them the secret. I'm not going to mention Big Jim's name in Seabrook. <laughs> I'm not going to mention his name, but you guys that know who he is know he talks. Yeah, he has a couple of cocktails, and the next <laughs> thing you know, he's, he's singing like a, a canary. Um, yeah, because part of it is maybe you'd, you'd see this and say, I don't even want to go to it. And then once you go and you do it, you have a great time. But you, it, it might have been a negative thing. It was a risky move to end up doing it. But if you looked at the ticket on it, if you remember when you were a kid and there was that game Simon and you pressed the two colors and it went beep, beep, and then the next third color went. So that was actually on the, the uh, ticket. Uh, it said Simon Says, two guys, the anniversary party on the brochure of the advertising of it. So it was Simon Says. So it's a Simon Says competition. Now, if I said we're having a, uh, a big cigar party, it's $200 a person, and we're playing Simon Says, maybe you wouldn't have bought a ticket. So we said we're not going to say it. Now, uh, and, and we, pre we prefaced this, and I, I did at the beginning of the night also, letting everyone know that Barry kind of came up with the idea. Yeah, he set yeah, me up yeah. just in case there's a fall guy. Yeah. I appreciate the accolades, up, but in all things, it, it was like, yep, you, you were the fall guy. It ended up coming out so good that no one even remembers it was your idea. It was Dave's idea. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and everything went perfect. And, and it was. You know, we have to try to come up with something unique and, and crazy and fun uh, because everybody expects next year to be better than this year. And, again, it's 32 years. How do you do this? You know, even if you improve it a teeny bit after 32 years, it's like, what the hell are we going to do? Just an hour ago, I begged you to stop talking about next year's party. Can we just get through the weekend yeah. and not be planning for next year? But you're already started. You have to. See, next year, you don't have to change the, uh, the tickets too much. We'll just do Twister. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then nobody's going to buy a ticket, right? But it would end up being it would end up being fun anyway. Twister says. So me and Barry are talking, and I was shocked, Barry, that you even remember this guy from the, um, what was it, Mike Douglas show. Yep. And we're talking, and he said something about, do you remember the guy on Mike Douglas that used to do the Simon Says thing? And I said, I do remember that guy, professional Simon Says guy. What are you talking the 60s? How old are you? How do you remember this? And he said, I remember, and I would watch this with my father, and the guy would end up doing it. And I said, that guy's got to be over 100 years old and dead by now. Let's look him up. And he's over 100 and he is dead. <laughs> yes. All but, true. Yeah. But he had a protege. Yes, he did. So we end up finding this protege that does it for like the New York Knicks and the half court thing during halftime and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I'm like, let's find this guy and he's out of New York. And uh, uh, I give him a call. And the thing is, you know, it's going to be 400 people all smoking cigars and it's usually a turn off and they, they drop off. So I said, you know, I, I want you for an event, and um, it's about 400 people, blah, blah, blah. And I said, the thing is, it's a cigar dinner, and everybody's going to smoke cigars. He goes, it's a smoky. I said, terribly. Really, you know, I want to let them know it's not going to be like having a, a guy or two smoking It's beyond cigars. the worst thing that you've ever encountered yeah. in your life. So you play it as bad as you're possible. So I said, you're still interested? He said, well, I'm still on the phone. So that's like, <laughs> okay. We got a shot here. He told me as I'm plugging in his gear, he said, I normally would never take an event where they're smoking, but my grandfather smoked cigars. 
once in a while, and it brings me back. So I'm happy to do it. Did he ever smoke 400 cigars? Well, at a time. I have because you have a, you have horror stories later on, but we're here anyway. So I, he comes up and he's getting ready to come in the room, and he goes, "My throat's starting to close. Mm. I'm I'm ready to bail." And I'm like, "If you bail, I'll kill you." You're not bailing. This this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you some water. We're gonna get you through this. Just be in the middle of the wow, floor. It's, it's amazing not how it affects some people so badly. Yeah. Remember, we did the Rat Pack one year. We had the Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, uh, Sammy Davis guys, and all that stuff, and they got through it. But the Dean Martin guy said, "Never again." And Dean Martin was a cigarette smoker and yeah. all that stuff. But this is a fake Dean Martin, and this guy was like, "No way." In, back in the day, in the, in the nightclubs and stuff. Back in the day, uh, 1998. Yeah, <laughs> it was smoking in every club. And oh, now these guys forget it. It's 19 I mean, years ago. Sorry, yeah. that's actually back in the day. It is, and that's the day. So the idea is for everybody comes in and they get a lanyard with one of the 12 cigar brands on it. They become in that group of, of cigar brands, and 25, 30 people in each group. And they're all scattered wherever they sat because you don't know which group you're going to be in. So you got Team Perdomo, Team Davidoff, Team whatever. And uh, they're wearing them. And um, we would – well, first, actually, we had to show them how they did it. We did uh, – the two guys' team come up and said, let's show you how Simon Says is played in case you forget how it goes. And it's as simple as Simon Says, raise your hands. Simon Says, put your hand down. Now move your hand around. As soon as you move your hand around, you're out because he didn't say Simon Says, right? It's but his simple. first go-to move every time was hands up. Yeah. And every other group, three, four guys get out right off the bat. And then he, he says, okay, just so everybody knows, come back. He let the people back. I'm always going to start with hands up. So we let didn't everybody matter. know. Didn't and matter. then the next people, hands up. And they put the hands up. Oh, you're out. And everybody yelling and screaming. And you can't, you can't really fault that guy for being an idiot and not paying attention because you know you fell for it off yes. behind the scenes because everybody's trying to play behind the scenes to practice. Yeah. And you could just see, oh, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. Very stressful. As he sped up and as he got into touching nose and puts his uh, hands on well, his if shoulders. You, if you tried, and he, I'm watching him. He's kind of a genius. He's watching guys and they got their eyes closed. So he says, Simon says, touch here. And he touches his nose. Yeah. And the guy with his eyes closed has no idea where he here moves, is. Yeah, then he moves on to the next thing, and he never did it. You're out, You're sir. Out. You're out. Yeah. You with the eyes closed. Yeah. You're out. You, you, you know he's done this thousands oh, and thousands yeah. of times, so he's got everybody pinned down exactly the tricks they're going to end up doing. So you think you all trick him. His name is Steve Max. So you can Google Steve Max, and you'll see videos uh, on there of how he does it or on our Facebook. Yeah, you can we follow Barry Stein and watch half a video. He's good. <laughs> It's Facebook kept dropping the feed. Yeah, whatever your excuse is. But we got the full video of all the manufacturers doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, after we went through everybody, we brought all the manufacturers up to see who the king of cigars was. By the way, Eric Hansen, Hammer and Sickle, beat them all. Smart guy, right? The key to it is, are you a good listener? Because the folks at Davidoff came to me after and said, our national sales meeting is coming up. If there's any Davidoff sales guys that are out there listening, Get ready for this. Start playing Simon Says yeah. at home. He says, we're going to incorporate Simon Says in our national sales meeting. And I said, why would you do that? He says, I want to see who listens. Because that's what it comes down to. Good listeners. We had one guy blind. I don't know if you caught him. My right? money was on him. I thought oh, he was yeah. blind. Too. He's the guy who has to listen to for everything. And I was interested to see if Steve Max says, he had touch here. That wouldn't be fair. That's not fair. But he right. did. No, he did. He, was, he played it straight. <laughs> he played it straight. But the guy got out. You know, he ended up saying, um, 
Simon says, raise your hands. Now wiggle them around. And the guy wiggled them around. You were out. I'm like, oh, my God. I would have, I would have bet on him that he was going to be the one. But it wasn't. Poor so, Glenn. So uh, the, the prize was the man cave. So this was a uh, 12 by 20 shed, um, fully insulated uh, with heat and uh, a bar in it and furniture, big screen TV, <clears throat> the whole bit. So that uh, here, especially in New England, if it was somebody uh, up here that wanted, they could smoke cigars year round because that's half the problem in here. It starts really getting cold and we see consumption drop dramatically because it's freaking 10 it's, degrees outside. Yeah, it's too cold to do it. Yeah, so what do you do? And at least there'll be one guy out there maybe have his buddies over or something like that. But anybody that, when the guy ends up winning, say you won uh, Team Perdomo, for instance, he was the winner of Team Perdomo, but his team gets to stay in because when he goes up against the other ones, he'll win the man cave, but everybody else on his team will win an outdoor heater. Yeah. So maybe extend. I don't think you're going to be able to go out there at zero degrees or something, but extend your cigar smoking season a little longer. So until the very end of the show, the 12 teams were going up against each other. Everybody was rooting for the guy that beat them, the guy in their team. Very interesting to see because, you, you know, I knew some of the guys that were in that final round. Yeah. Uh, and you got the banker. Yeah. Who takes the money. Yes. Smart it, man. Smart man. Yeah, he thought he was going to lose or anything. but So I end up offering these guys at the end. I said, any you had a great night. Everybody won, by the way, um, because they won the team. We made um, robes like um, smoking, jackets. smoking jackets from Smokey Joe's clothing uh, out of Chicago. And they did two for each manufacturer and with their big logo and in the Beth back. And Beth Stern hit a home run, I have oh, to say. Yeah. Hit a home run with those smoking jackets. Beautiful smoking jackets and... Um, one would go to the owner of the company and the other one goes to the person that wins the team. So only two made of each one. And um, you could see some people wheeling and dealing, trying to sell their jackets and people buying different things and getting big, some big money for them. Um, but they ended up getting all their cigars for the night. They got a great dinner. They got their smoking jacket. Now I start offering them, you want to get off. You're the, you're the last 13 guys that were left. Do you want to um, take some money and leave? But if you leave, you're actually leaving your group. So your group who could have won the outdoor heaters, now you're actually throwing your whole group under the bus. Oh, and the crowd was not yes. happy. They were less than pleased. So I got one guy to do it, I believe, for $300, and then he was out. And then I got the next guy to get out for $500, and he was out. So now it ends up being 11 guys that stopped playing, and we continue to go ask it for more money. Then we got to a point where I think we were down to five, you know, maybe ten people, ten or nine people, where I said it's got to be all or nothing. Right. In okay. other words, you were talking about their heaters. Yeah. So at that point, I'm going to offer them $1,000 each or whatever, and you all have to say yes, and if you do, I get to keep the man cave in all the heaters, and you're going to throw everybody down. Now the crowd's booing everybody and you know i'm turning everybody against everybody else and uh we, we got up to as much as uh i believe 2400 2400 so, that one lady yeah that was just the holdout so it, it's almost like playing a game of poker because they're lined up i got six people lined up and i said to the six people i'll give you two thousand dollars a piece uh to get out 
and you'd hear, you know, the guy at the end, take it, take it, he wants in. But they all have to say yes. So guy number one says, yes, I'll do it. The lady number two says, no way, I'm not doing it. Number three says, well, I'm not doing it because she's not doing it. And I said, well, what about you? He says, no, I'm not doing it because she's not doing it. I said, of course she's not doing it, but would you do it? And he says, I don't know. He's not sure. Um, number four says yes. Number five says yes. Number six is please. This, this guy wants the money. Right. He needs the money. Who, who, well, who, it turns out later he doesn't have a place. He loses his parents. He doesn't have oh, a place to put the man cave. So he can't have the man cave. Okay. So, I don't so he's out. All right. So I don't even know that. But I'm, I'm talking to them. And I have a microphone, but speakers are elsewhere. So they are chatting with each other. This lady says, I'm going to take, I'll take it if he says the 2500 But I'm right there. She, she, <laughs> she's, she's secretly talking to him, but I'm standing right beside her as she's saying it. So now I know what her number is. It's like the little kid covering their eyes. You can't see me. Yeah. My, my, my <laughs> voice isn't amplified, therefore you can't hear me. Well, I'm standing in yes. front of you. I can hear you. So... Now I go, I'll give you 2100 2200 2300 2400 I know her number is 2500 so 2400 no. Okay, Simon, do it. So I said, don't hate me for this. And Simon says, raise your hands. And she raises her hands and says, you're out. And, you know, I look at her like, for $100, really. So now I got a lineup that I think these guys are going to go for it. So I go back to $2,000. So now they're like, don't worry, I'm not going to end up doing it. I said, Simon, do it again. And then he wipes everybody out. So we have a winner. So this is the guy at the very end that wants the, the money. The kid that can't take the man cave. Which I didn't know he couldn't take the man cave. It would have been different at that point. So here's the winner. He gets the man cave, blah, blah, blah. And I said, hold on. Before you take the man cave, I'll give you $10,000 for the man cave. And he said, sold. So I yeah, he didn't think about that for very long. I yes. was like, you should have started at maybe five thousand, because he was in at twenty-four. Right. He was in at two thousand. Right. So that's how he it was is. in at twelve hundred. No, yeah. let's just jump right to ten thousand. So anyway, I was doing a lot of talking. What do you think of the cigar? What is it? Who is it? I don't know who it is. My draw has been a little tight. It's been a little tight, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, that I do guess that it is Dominican tobacco in there. Yeah, it's a Dominican cigar for sure. Barry, Dominican? I agree that it's uh, Dominican. I'm pretty sure I know what factory it's from. Um, very woodsy, very cedary. Yeah, there is a cedary component. Yeah, and I'm starting to think Dave might be right. Ah! I think I got it. We're gonna yeah. We're I'm gonna... smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. So I might as well agree with that's it. That's it. So that's the way it's going to be. All right. We're going to ask uh, Paul during the break and see if we can get the answer for that. But when we return, this year's anniversary party was smoky. But wait till you hear about what's coming up next week. It promises to be the smokiest cigar event ever. I hope you mean next year, buddy, because I'm next not ready year. to do this next week. No. Did I say next week? Yeah. Oh, next year. <laughs> next year. We have the date. We have the information. Everything we're going to explain when we return. We're going to give you the details and more. We're live from Studio 21 podcast cafe and you're listening to the cigar authority on the united podcast network there was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success in this time gone by the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage laden band it's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age for your voyage 
may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. The natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. 
With exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut Cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars. You are listening to the Cigar Authority. On the United Podcast Network. Here's some teamwork right there from the Serenos. We're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage in Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Recovering from Two Guys Smoke Shop's 32nd anniversary. People ask, how long does it take to plan one of these? It's over a year. We already have next year's planned, although we're working out some yeah, details. <laughs> That's a bit of an exaggeration that go. it's planned. So uh, next year will be the 33rd, 33rd uh, anniversary, and the date is already set. It is going to be Wednesday, September 12th, 2018. So that is September 12th. It's a Wednesday, 2018. That's when the event will happen. People are always saying, can I get tickets? Usually they were asking, the, the most tickets are asked for is the week of the event. But the problem is the tickets sell a for sale the first Saturday in May. This year will be May 5th. That's when tickets go on sale at 10 o'clock in the morning. Why do I say at 10 o'clock in the morning? Because Cinco de Mayo is that day and people will be drunk at night? No, because oh. they're going to sell out that day. So you may come in at 6 o'clock at night on May 5th and say... I would like a table of 10, and there are no tickets. There are a limited amount of tickets, and that's all there is. So uh, the idea of the anniversary party certainly is to say thank you to our customers. So we want to open the doors to our store, let our customers come in and buy the tickets, and then possibly open them up online if that was to ever happen or anything. Barry has so many friends out there, they call him on the phone and he does whatever he does. But the idea is actually to sell them to two guys' customers. It's our anniversary party. Um, and the ticket ticket will be $200 next year also. Um, and how do we do it? How do we do it for that kind of money? And that's thanks to the manufacturers. Certainly. Who not only fund the cigars, but they fund money into it. Um, it's certainly not. It's, it is a nonprofit event. We, we don't do it for profit. We do it to say thank you to them for allowing us to be in business for 33 years um, this year coming. So what are we going to do? So uh, the, the, the little hook there was if you thought this year was smoky, wait till you see what happens next year. Next year we are giving away a 1978 Pontiac Trans Am. It's black and gold. It has T-tops and it has the big gold eagle on the hood. So if that isn't enough for you to understand, especially people my age, we know exactly what that is. That is the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am from the movie Smokey and the Bandit. Iconic. Iconic yeah. vehicle. This is the Burt Reynolds Smokey and the Bandit, uh, which, by the way, if somebody out there knows personally Burt Reynolds, I'm trying to get a hold of him. And, uh, you I know, think Nick wrote, Perdomo said he knew him. Yeah. So I said, listen, I'm trying, but um, I'm trying. So uh, I would love to get him up there. What does that cost? What does it entail? Um, talk to me. Um, you know, I don't think he's doing a lot nowadays. 
I believe he was a cigar smoker. He was on the cover of, of Cigar Aficionado one year. Yep. Um, so if he's still into it and wants to come for a great night, I'll certainly pay him a certain amount. But I have a budget. You know, I, we bought the car already. The car is right now in Pennsylvania being what they call wet sanded. So to make it as perfect as possible, they even sand the engines and they put new decals on everything so everything looks as pristine and perfect as it's possible. It's a 40-year-old vehicle. Right. But this was the car when I got my license in 76. So I got two a, years before I was born, by the way. Right. Just throwing that out there. And uh, make me feel even worse than I feel about myself. I'm still tired <laughs> and recovering from the thing. But um, as I started to get some money and, and you know, from the um, 1964 Buick station wagon, that was my first car. Um, With the wood paneling? No. It was yellow. It was like the grossest looking car and shag rugs over the holes of the floorboards. I mean, it was real bad. Sexy. Mine was a Plymouth Valiant. Yeah. It was a hand-me-down for my dad. All right. So that was good. Mine was I, a I Volkswagen a, Jetta. I had to buy mine for $50. And, and the guy ripped me off, I think. <laughs> to this day, I got ripped off. But I fixed it up the best I could. I drove around for a while until I had enough money to buy a 1969 Camaro. And that was the car. But, again, this is by then. It's probably in 78, 79. And I got a 69 Camaro, so 11 years old. But still... Pretty awesome uh, to this day, uh, a classic car, and loved it. Thought it was the coolest thing until the kid down the street bought the 1978 Trans Am with the eagle on it and the T-tops and all that, and he was the king of the road, no doubt about it. And I was jealous. Oh, that's a that's a badass so, car. So here it is, 40 years later, I bought it, and I probably paid more than he paid for it. I would not doubt yes. that. So uh, it, it's a car that goes for. For big money for that that exact car. Is this uh, was this a Meekum auction buy? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. So uh, somebody been on the lookout. I've been trying for three years to get this car at a reasonable amount of pri at price. So each time it comes up, there's people that go to the auctions. You know, you see people on the phones mm. talking to people. I just gave them a budget and said go. And then one day he called up and said, I'm I'm here again. Everything's all set. I saw a couple of them. I said, Yeah, go for it. He goes. There's one without a T-top, and I go, no good. It's got to be the T-top. It's got to be the T-top. It's got to be what this is. He goes, you're going to pay extra? I said, I know. It's got to be this because we're going with this Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey, right? We smoke. It's yeah. a perfect tie-in. Of all your tie-ins, this one's yeah. the perfect one. So um, the Eagle that's, that's on the yes. car, do you know the name of the Eagle? It has. It actually has a few. Let me see. It's right here. Oh, it look, I put it. You put it here. The uh, I, I put it in your notes. My goodness, <laughs> the laughing phoenix, the hood bird, or the screaming chicken. It has all three titles. None of them are sexy. None no? of them. The hood the bird. laughing phoenix. It's the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. Screaming chicken. It's not a chicken, but it's cool. Anyway, it's the 40th anniversary of the automobile. At the same time, so sought after. Awesome. The automobile and I are the same age. There we go. So that is that. Right now, uh, it's uh, time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. There it is a little late, but you're there. I was waiting for a pause. I paused. I gave you everything okay. I could. I, I pointed at you. I did everything. Uh, who would win this hypothetical battle? 
Um, and today, the hypothetical battle is Oprah Winfrey versus Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Starting over with nothing. Who would have more money after one year? They both have zero. They get nothing. They've got to try to build an empire from the ground up. Ground up. Day one. It's one year later. At the end of one year, Donald J. Trump versus Oprah Winfrey in accumulating money from zero after one year. Uh, that's tough. I'm going to have to say it's Oprah because she actually started with nothing and worked her way up. And Donald Trump borrowed a million dollars. And Donald Trump started with a million dollars. So I have to say if you're going just who could do it from zero, she's already done it. She knows how to do it. She lived that life. She could pull it off better than he could. I'm going to have to go with Trump. Of course. Because he wrote the audit. Because Jonathan deal. didn't. He wrote the audit yeah. deal. <laughs> so he knows how to wheel. He knows how to deal. Trump. He's a real businessman. She's a business person. So She's yeah. unbelievable. I don't like her. Politics or any of that stuff. I, mean, I can't stand that my wife saves every single program she ever does. Drives me bananas. But if you're yeah. talking about just raw talent starting from nothing, Oprah Winfrey is very, very talented. Talented at what? She's an interviewer, right? She started with nothing, man. She worked her way up. She built that empire from nothing. She was poor. But her her business is to interview people. Yeah. Both of them would make a fortune day one just simply by somebody interviewing them. She could write a book, but Donald Trump wrote a book too. But supposedly um, somebody wrote it for him. Trump International sounds a lot more powerful than Harpo Productions. I think, no. See, I, I don't know. I don't. I that think is you're a looking, tough one. I don't know even. I think you're looking myself. at it the wrong way because you're you're saying starting from nothing. I'm talking. You you drop them off in a ghetto somewhere, and you have nothing. Now go build an empire. And nobody knows you. Yeah, it's got to be the middle of nowhere. Is how I'm thinking. It's not a okay. Salem, Salem you, New Hampshire. Yeah, you get to start as Oprah Winfrey, and you get to start as Donald Trump. That's not really starting no. over. Okay. You've got your legacy there. Right. This is zero. Nobody knows you. Here's your new name, your new set of identification. Same for you. I might go and with go. That. It's you know going to be hard to hide that comb over, though. Her comb over is not that bad. <laughs> and and he's, he's much older. So he's going to have a hard time. Nobody's going to even hire him. He could get a job years at old, McDonald's, right? work his way up. Work his way up to fries. Now you made the big time, right? I go, I go Oprah. It's Oprah. Because yeah. he's too old. They're starting over now. She got a shot. So, I don't know. Oprah Winfrey, I think. That's what I think, anyway. We'll see where it goes. So, horror stories. What are some of the horror stories that happened? It really... It was no, here. I, I had this on here. I nothing, wrote the show notes before it even happened. Yeah, not, so. nothing completely horrific. Little things like Steve Max gave me a little heart attack when he walked in, and there's eight people smoking, and his throat's starting to close. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Well, the event started at 6 o'clock. And at five, we hadn't been in the room yet. I hadn't seen him. I right. didn't know he arrived. And I was thinking to myself at that point, I'm going to have to do this. But I don't know how to do it like that. It would certainly not would have went the same no, way. No, it wouldn't have. And that, that was scary. There was a chance Steve Saka could have drowned. I mean, he was sweating up a storm. But I'm surprised there wasn't a flood around his table. Well, he, was, he had the flu or something was going mm. on, and he showed up anyway. So I'll give him props for showing up. What I will not give him props for, and I certainly yeah. called him out on it. And it's on video forever. Yes. So all the manufacturers, you know, okay, just for fun, we had a crown. And we said, in be 
right before we have the, the final one with all the, the, the kings of the brands. Watch uh, your language. That I said, okay, let's bring all the manufacturers up in your robes, because they all had a robe at that point, and we're going to have see who the king of cigars is. And everybody played along because that's the fun, you know, you're there, you play along. In one second, you're out. I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm not asking you to... To work hard. Yeah, anything. but you got some Type A personalities up there. You got Nick Perdomo. Oh, had everybody that wanted a intense win. Intense look. Yeah, everybody you was had serious. Eric Hansen with the intense yeah. look. And everybody comes up, and then there's one poor woman that comes up, and she's wearing a robe that's hitting the ground, and her she's sleeves dragging, all the way down. Yeah. And that's because it was Steve Saka's giant um, robe that I bought him, the, the, the uh, smoking jacket, because I tried to get it. For each person, for sure. size. It reminded me of that scene from Big. Let me tell you, Steve, Big. it cost extra for that one. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of the scene from Big when he went from being an adult yes. back to a kid, not fitting in the clothes. That's what she looked like. So he made his wife actually come up and play the game for him. Chicken. Correct. And that's what I called him. <laughs> and actually, that video is out there with, with me actually saying it on yes. there. I'm like, oh, you didn't edit that out. Of but... um. He said, that's right, that's right, he, whatever. So uh, I apologize after for saying that in front of 400 people. <laughs> He's going to be using it at his future events, though. I mean, we, we the ate, robe? No, the Simon Says. Because we ate, we ate bugs on this show, and he does events now where he makes people eat bugs for free cigars. Mm. Now He's going to do Simon Says at his events. He's going to copy us again. But, but as long as he doesn't have to do Simon Says. Right. And, you know, we do a, a raffle also uh, every year. And the raffle prizes, after we have all the winners, we pull some raffle winner. And that person automatically comes from the crowd. And he's in at the very end. Lucky 13. Yeah. So he, there's 12 people. He's lucky 13. So a major thing that you, you're out and all of a sudden you're in at the very tail end. And I start offering money right away so that you can win that. And then whatever money, uh, I think it was $300 or something, that the guy ended up taking uh, one of the guys right off the bat. So if you you said to yourself, okay, I don't want to uh, really do this because I'm out because I'm terrible at it. Um, well, you, these these yeah. this was all the best of the best players. Right. They got a shot. So the raffle, and we do it every year, and we figure out how much because I include that in income to try to say, okay, how much do I have to spend to right. do this so I don't lose too much money during it? And I say I'm gonna probably get X amount of money in raffle tickets. This was a third. Oh, raffle yeah, it tickets. Horrible. It was terrible. Because people didn't want to go up. They didn't want to win the says. prize. They actually <laughs> didn't want to win the prize. But next year's, we, we don't even have what we're going to do next year. It's, it's not going to be Simon Says. We don't try to do anything Two twice. Times, yeah. Right. Um, but it's 30, this will be 33 years. Got any ideas? Because we're, we're running out of ideas. But we do. We'll figure something out. And we, we do a little something out. Um, already today, and that's when Jonathan says, okay, can, can we have the weekend off? But I like to do it right away because we look at what went wrong, right? and we can discuss that. So sure. we, what went wrong uh, was people didn't want to win the raffle because they already saw what they had to do. Yeah, you certainly don't want any part of that party to have a negative connotation mm. to it. And you know what? Most pe Everybody was a good sport about coming up. I did notice a couple of people went up more than once. They were wearing the other person's lanyard. Yes. Because that person chickened out and didn't want to do it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, that one, The funniest thing that Steve Max said was a guy got out and he looked just like Colonel Sanders. I mean, 
this guy's doppelganger, <laughs> yeah. and he picks up on it, and he goes, hey, at least you have a future making chicken. Yes. And the whole place lost its yeah. mind. It was and he looked at the guy and said, don't you get it? You know, it's because <laughs> that guy didn't find it funny. He knows he looks like Colonel Sanders. I mean, if you're going to have that up. weird configuration, yeah. you've got to expect a Colonel Sanders comment from Ab- time to absolutely. time. Absolutely. Uh, and Barry, you were running around. You, everybody seemed okay. Yeah, Laura. not one complaint. Yeah. It, it, it's tough because... It's not for nobody knew what they were getting themselves yep. into, and yeah. I was really in fear of this thing could have went very terribly wrong. That people pay two hundred dollars and we're going to play Simon Says. But thankfully, me? the guy was a bit of a comedian as well. Yeah, so it was like a floor. Yeah, show. I got a little history from him. He did years and years as a stand-up comedian. Oh, really? He sang in bands and nightclubs back when there was smoking allowed. So that was the thing that he kind of harkened back to when he kind of collected himself and said, he, he sang "All right, yeah." I got this. I used to I used to do stand up in nightclubs when you could smoke. It's it's actually way smokier than that, but I'm gonna it sure was. I'm gonna push through it. I kept him stocked in water. He was all right. Yeah. So most likely he wouldn't do it again for us anyway. Right. And, and that's what people say too is where's the event gonna be? The event's gonna be at the same place it was this time until they tell us you can't do it here anymore. Sixteen years in a row. Yeah. To we did it sixteen years. And we, over the years, we've done it at Hilltop Steakhouse, Saugus, Massachusetts, one and done. You know, they, they were happy to have us until we had the event. And then they said, yeah, this ain't going to happen again. So, you know, it, and um, we did it at a golf place before. They said no after we did the first time. So there's been a lot of ones, one place here, one place there. And it, it was only for the sake of they, they won't have us back. Right. So we're very lucky that we have a, a place that will do it. They are very smart in the respect that, they know, we tell them in advance when the event's going to happen, and that's the day be, before they're going to have the rug shampooed. Yeah. You know, the whole thing's going to happen the next day. The timing is perfect. So they, they look at us and say, okay, we're booking nothing the, the, the next two days that um, these guys are going to be There gone. was one year that the event was on a Thursday because I DJed a wedding the next day, the Friday, and there was somebody that was at our event. Mm. Getting married that week. Somebody was there. They were in the wedding party. And the guy came up and was like, weren't you the DJ last night? And I go, yeah. He goes, nobody here has any idea there were 500 people smoking cigars. It's unbelievable. They do They do a great job. So it goes it, to show you that it's all about the ash. You get the ash up. The smoke is not what holds the smell. The ash is what holds the smell. And you get that ash out of the carpet. You shampoo it up. And you're good. By the time we take our stuff out of there pay the bill, say thank you, blah, blah, blah. The place is emptied out, and it's clean Every table's as can gone, be. yep. And it, it, to me, although I smell like cigars all the time, but to me, it, it's clean and it's ready to go, I think. But then they, then they do all their things, and, it, and it's, uh, it's done. So we're smoking the Plus 90, very unique product, because if you buy one today, it's different than this one, because this one was... A month ago when we sent out the care package, Correct. they just continue to change. The sizes change. The, everything changes. But it comes out to a $6 cigar or a $5 cigar if you buy four or even less if you buy a bunch. Um, what do you think? I, I think it's a mild Dominican cigar uh, in this case. Uh, I've had them all different ways. I agree. It smokes more than a $6 cigar, which you would be paying if you bought just one. Yeah. It's definitely more than a $5 cigar if you were buying four. Yeah. And it's a hell of a lot more than a 250 cigar if you were buying a wheel. Yeah, yeah. you got a little pepper and spice. Barry alluded to some cedar. I'm picking up some oaky vanilla notes, a little tea. I'm yeah. loving it. 
this is something I think you go into the store, you look at the cigar, and, and it looks like a type of cigar that you, you would want without a, without the band on it. You make your decision at that point. And in ours, and I think it's all of them, if I'm not mistaken, Paul, um, the, the, the displays they come with have six bins in them. Yes. So the six different wheels. Correct. Correct. They're not all the same thing. They're all different. Right. So you choose what you, what you want, and then next time you order them, you get whatever you get, and you put those those in so it's a revolving door. In, unique situation. And I understand there's, there's something like this in the wine industry, too. Yes, there is. Same, Plus 90 wines. Same deal that they get wine from the winemakers that got high ratings, and they do it. So here's the, the uh, hook on that. So that's Plus 90 Cigar. Um, so that's that. Okay, we're going to go to break. When we come back, it's going to be a coffee break and an offer you can't refuse, a peek through Cigar Journal magazine. We had Ryan hold up here. The new issue came in. We bought 400 of them. We gave one to everybody that's there. But a very interesting issue. We'll tell you a little about that. Cigar Trophy Awards are happening right now. And um, we were asking for the answers in I advance. I think that but Cigar Trophy Awards don't happen until next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Into Tobacco is still a week away. Everybody's, everybody's yeah, Perdomo's got events. He's oh, got events scheduled this week, and then he's going to Into Tobacco. All right, right so now. we don't have the answers anyway, but um, he wouldn't tell us because uh, it didn't happen yet. So, okay, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're in Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. 
You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points of Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named the Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar collaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar. Pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender 
who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Just too far. Yeah. With too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. With your host, the David Garofalo. Count of three. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One. Two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. We just become best friends. Yep. And we are back. With our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage, located today at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And before we light up, we're going to take a coffee break. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened to podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. And share it. They should share it. They should subscribe. They should do all these things. And that would help us. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. All right. So coming to the stage now, we have Barista Sean with his beautiful blue hair. I believe I think we need to create some kind of intro entrance music. He for needs him. he needs a uh, needs a song. Yes. All right. So get on he that. I like expect it. it to be fully produced by next week's yes. show. So we're drinking beer today. This is Nitro Guinness. Cold Brew. It's not Guinness. It is one fifth Sumatra, two fifths espresso blend that we use called Bon Bon, and two fifths Brazilian, which is typically used in our cafe for pour over. And this was an experiment to see how we could do at blending coffee. All right, cheers. I'm disappointed. Cheers. I thought this was going to be Guinness. Cheers. This will make you feel different, though. Mmm. Tastes like. There's cream in it, but there isn't. There isn't. Tastes I, like there's some sugar in it, but there isn't. I thought I would hate it. You love it. I do not hate it at all. That's the best we're going to get. Do not <laughs> hate. It, it's kind of like a Steve Saka compliment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're rapping on Steve Saka today, I'll tell you. Better Steve than me. Oh, well, I'll take God. it. Well, it doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, So what's the caffeine content? It's got to be. I don't know exactly how that breaks down, but I know that heat destroys the caffeine. So when you cold brew it, you end up with a little bit more caffeine than you do than when you just brew the coffee. And this is a 20-ounce. There's uh, there's more than two cups of coffee's worth of caffeine. I'll tell you that. I only had a sip, and I already feel like Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. I'm, I'm racing. Yeah, it's good. We've been testing this stuff. We're ready for the grand opening, by the way, September 30th. We'll get into that a little later. But in order to do it, you want to you want to make sure everything is right. right. So it's been testing and testing and testing and testing, and everybody's like, "When are you doing this? When are you doing it?" So we ended up picking the perfect day, which is uh, not next Saturday, the Saturday after will be the grand opening, and it will be grand. I'll, I'll just tell you that. You know, you got some cookies over there. 
Yes, I have some diet cookies actually. All right, so we'll eat two of them, and it's not a yeah, diet cookie anymore. Because it is, and I heard somebody talking about it last week, and it's new, and that's good because people are more health conscious nowadays. So this is the Oreo Thins that makes it diet. The, Thin. Uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact no, no, Us page. I, oh, I know. We're... I want to eat a, like a whole box and get even thinner. While you open that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Taylor writes, Dear Gentlemen, I was hoping with the new set, the shovel garbage down your gullet segment was really? over and done with. Oh, no. Oh, no. Also, Barry's oh, return so to thin. Mr. J bashing. They have big breakers this small. Did I ever stop bashing you? Is frankly stale and overbaked. Mr. J could fire away all day long with the heavy guy judgment. Just pass it However, he chooses I... to be debonair, which is highly commendable and appreciated. Lastly, nerf <laughs> cowbells. Even cardboard ones would do. Appreciated by headphone listeners everywhere. Signed, Taylor, a download headphone listener from the Great White North. So you know what the key is here, Dave. You get rid of the cookies that don't have the cream on it. You take the two creams, put them together. You double them up. And now you got an Oreo. Now you have the fat guy Oreo. Yeah. Who wants the one without the cream? I'm going to take an extra one. Definitely John, I think, because he prefers the cream. Try that. Look how thin it is. Oh, it must be health food. It says thin right on it. That doesn't make it healthy. It just means it has less calories because there's less cream. Taylor, this is for you. Yeah. Um, you guys are such dinks. First off, it's not chocolate. It's it's a vanilla. Yeah, there's Salted something. caramel. Mm. Horrible. Drinking my cold brew. I don't who, have to put up with this. Who is that that doesn't like the crunch? His name's Taylor from the Great White North. It's Canadian. Nabisco it's Canadian. is going to start advertising everything. with us and make us rich. We're going to make so much money from Nabisco because they're going to say, it's unbelievable the attention we're getting on the Cigar Authority. Just remember, Taylor, if, you, if it wasn't for the United States, you'd be speaking Spanish. Oh, God. There's just no, absolutely no need for that. We are the built-in wall. Yeah. Try one. It's really good. I'm not doing it. It's thin. I don't want it. Goodness. It's gross. Artificial flavors. Preservatives, sugar, nothing that's good for you. The coffee's okay? Coffee's completely fine. There's no sugar in that. There's no cream. <coughs> We're good. Tastes like there's cream and sugar in it. There isn't. That's the beauty of it. And you feel coffee is good for you? Coffee is good for you. This every, amount of caffeine? Every time that they do a study, it's the people that overdrink black coffee that live longer. You're less likely to get all kinds of cancers. It flushes out your liver. It's good for you. How about the consumption that we're doing, the overconsumption that we're doing? We're people speed that, it up. I people mean, I'm that, shaking. Yeah. Overconsuming coffee is good for you. you, every, going, you going every study that? that's ever been done on it. Going with that? I'm going with hey, it. Two weeks ago, that report came out that coffee is actually really good for you to prolong your life. That's right. Over Overdoing it to the point of sh it, shakes? It, well, it didn't say that, yeah. but it just said that a lot of coffee is actually good for you. I'll say this. I only had one cup of coffee yesterday. It was my day off. I had one cup. I could have gone to sleep at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't have a headache or anything, but I was tired. I don't believe cigars are addictive, but I believe coffee is. I can go without it. I cannot no, go without I, it. I, I love I it, it, but I, I can go without my it. Day. I need some cafecito during lunch. How about to go to the bathroom? Is it, it doesn't work. It's not, 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 not to bring up terrible now. things, but no. No. The whole thing has to start with coffee. I have to start the day. Or I get actually headaches. From not having coffee. 
In addition to starting the day with coffee, I need to start the day with a cigar, which brings us to our second cigar of the day. And the second cigar comes to us from the king of cigars, yes, it is. Mr. Royalty himself, Eric Hansen. And this cigar served as my wedding cigar last year, so on the eve of my first anniversary, as we talk about the 32nd anniversary, we light up the Hammer and Sickle Trademark. Trademark Series Connecticut is the quintessential mild cigar, boasting a four-year-age golden Connecticut shade wrapper. Trademark is also comprised of a blend of local Dominican tobaccos that are aged from three to five years that unite and provide a truly flavorful mild cigar experience. This is for the true aficionado that enjoys and understands the complexity of mild cigars. And for those of you who like something a little stronger, there is also a trademark Maduro, which features a San Andreas wrapper. Yeah. And uh, I would like to say that my prediction, since the town hall is closed today and is not open tomorrow, right. I predicted one year ago yes, you did. that Barry Stein would not change his name for at least a year. Yeah. He yes. is still Barry Stein, yep. and I am the champion. I got to give it to you. You, you, did. you won, but the uh, the city of Manchester has the checks, and they are now in the process of finalizing the name change. So by my second anniversary, it should be done. Don't make me make another prediction. <laughs> well, happy anniversary to your wife. Yes, for putting up with me. One year. Oh, my goodness. She, she should be sainted. She should. Yeah, she, I'm a difficult person. I'll yeah. be the first person to Absolutely. admit it. You'll be the second person. I will be the first person to admit that you are difficult. Absolutely. I'm a New Yorker. You know, it's in my DNA. But that was a year ago, huh? Yeah, a year ago outside. Wow. Thankfully, yeah. it was beautiful, uh, beautiful day. Yeah, we had better weather then than we do today. Yeah. What a great time that was. Uh, and Tadia put the show on. That was a year ago. Imagine that. Chuck Morrison. Remember him? Yeah. Remember him? I remember. Yeah. That was the guy that used to be our producer. He right? was. Yeah, he okay. was Chuck Morrison. Vaguely remember. Yeah. All right. Let's give this cigar a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. One of my favorite cigars here. One of my favorites. And um, a new, um, a new Spit it out, salesman. Junior. What do you call it? A, rep. A, yeah, new rep in uh, the New England area for them, uh, and they popped in yesterday. Nice. Yeah, I saw that check in on Facebook. Uh, I do want to shout out to a couple of uh, states that were represented uh, with our listeners that came into the party. I apologize. I met so many people that came yeah. in that I just couldn't keep track and write everybody's names down. But we were. Uh, visited from Georgia. We were visited from Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Chicago. We have some Minnesotians here. I remember Heidi's name, but I can't remember your name. Paul. You could have Paul asked me. I would have told you it was Paul. <laughs> he remembers the During the break, he asked me. I couldn't remember. Guys, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock. It's a triple jet lighter with an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom all the jets are in line and they're fueled by the patented vertigo big ass tank the vertigo glock retails for 14.99 and this is one of those special plastic body lighters that uh although the tsa would never sign off on it i've never had them find them when i put them in my carry-on plastic body lighters are the way to go yeah not a big deal if you were to lose yeah, it yeah 15 know. bucks yeah one on my desk right now. 
This is a go-to for me. All day, every day. Yeah. I do this all the time. Right on the initial light, I get the same thing every single time. I think, ooh, Davidoff, and then vanilla. So, and I haven't, I, I haven't thanked Eric yet, but when I got home at the anniversary party, emptying some stuff out in the car, there was a box that was supposedly being handed to me at the party. I never touched it. I never knew anything about <coughs> it, but it was Russian tea glasses. Nice. Like a metal handle. And I said to my wife, I don't know what this is all about. And she said, let me search and see what it's all about. But it had to come from him, right? It definitely came from him. I okay. know for a fact. All right. And with all the hubbub, this party took everybody by storm because we did a great job of keeping it a secret. So once everything started, the normal happy hoopla, you know, Nick Perdomo gets on the microphone and thanks Dave and the staff at two. That didn't happen. They just started rooting for their team. Everybody got involved in the game that was being played, and uh, Eric Hansen the same thing. So the normal thing that would happen is a manufacturer comes up, they thank us for being there, they thank you, they thank the staff, they do the same thing. That didn't happen. It was so go he was team. Gonna, he was going to give. He was going to present that oh, to you right. as a gift. So I, I haven't talked to him or anything, but um, comes in it, once a week. We'll see him. Yeah, yeah. He'll say hi. So he's he's a local guy anyway. So um, Reinhold, it was so awesome that Reinhold from Cigar Journal came up. He's been hearing about the anniversary party. He asked last year, I really want to come, and I said, of course, always a seat for you. Come on up. Uh, you know, he wants. He says, I want to see what it's all about brought this big fancy camera so there was a lot of pictures taken and when he came up the following day he said can I talk to you for a few minutes and I said sure and he like points like out of here so we go into the back room and he puts a brings a recorder out and he says how did you start with the anniversary party blah 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 an hour into did you get interviewed I think I got interviewed and I think he might be writing about me or why would he record it or whatever but you know I'm saying what's going on here but I think there might be a story about it. If it was any good, you know, I don't know. But um, it's it's interesting that I had I had um, when I was looking through Cigar Journal magazine when it first came in last week, I read a story on Cigar Wives. Yes, and it was Janine Perdomo. Awesome, and and they wrote about her and uh, George Padron's um, wife also. But uh, I'm reading it, and Nick had texted me earlier that day saying that we're already out of Miami. Don't worry about it. We're in Pennsylvania. We're going to be there, blah, blah, blah. So I took a picture of, of that article, which was there, and I said, oh, I just read about your wife uh, in here in, in Cigar Journal, which I don't believe had even hit the shelves no. because we actually ordered 400 of them so that we had one at every table. And um, she said to me, Oh my God, I did that over a year ago. Right. You know, he asked me these questions over a year ago. So, as I'm expecting this article to come out tomorrow because he just interviewed me. Well, it's a me. quarterly I publication. Guess, just forget so about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're ahead of the curve. I, what I found interesting about that article, and, and I urge everybody to read it because it's a fascinating read, you look at the perspective of the wife. You know, everybody thinks of George Padron, they think of Nick Perdomo, uh, and they think of Rafael Nadal, but. This was from the perspective of their wives. Yeah. And I found it interesting that even when you break the company down to Janine's role in that business, she's been there from the start. Yeah, from the garage. Right from – and there's a, a quick story in there and she got into more detail of the party. But 
she's dealing with taking orders on the phone and the kids are having a mental breakdown on the other side of the door, toddlers. And she's got the bathroom door closed and she's leaning against the door to keep them out so that the customer on the phone can't hear the kids screaming, ah, banging on the door, ma, he God. hit me, whatever. And she's taking an order. Trying to be professional. But it, trying to be professional, it, yeah. exactly. So starting from way, way, way back then to the Perdomo empire that is now, I, I find that fascinating. That's my favorite part of the industry. And kudos to Cigar Journal for thinking of, of that interview. And by the way, I'm going to rip it off because next time we have the, the husband and wife team or something to come in, I think we go to the wife and say, we're going to interview you. and Because they have a story, right? Oh, they of have course. The story it's a different, behind the story. Yeah, it's a different viewpoint. Because they are, in, in every one of them, they're a major part of it. The, the husband's out there in front and we're going to the cigar stores and stuff. But I just know. It's the I iceberg theory, right? You, the, what you see is that little tip. You know, you see Nick Perdomo out there, that bright and shining star. Mm. But the, there's a whole foundation that's been built. And Janine is the the bootstraps that's holding everything together underneath. Not taking anything away from Nick because he's certainly a hard worker, but... I thought you were saying Nick doesn't count because, you know, the tip doesn't count. Just the tip. Got to go there. Always got to go Here we are being all philosophical over here and you've got to take it to the bathroom. I got to bring a little bit of, you know, levity to the show. I don't know if that was levity. I don't think that counts as humor. Anti-levity. All right. Let's give you a little second or two right now and find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein because that's his last name. It's time for <laughs> What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recto uh, I'll Cigars. drink to that. You want to know what's up? Recto Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, as we alluded to earlier in the show, Hurricane Irma shut down a lot of cigar companies in South Florida this week. Most companies are up and running with a few scheduled to open their doors on Monday. Our friends at La Florida Dominicana had some roof damage. JRE had no power until Thursday, which was the same for Miami Cigar and Company. But thankfully, they all had generators protecting their cigars. So um, the industry should get back to shipping next week. Some good news has come from the House of Representatives that they have passed the 2018 budget and left language that would prevent premium cigars from being regulated by the FDA. The bills now move to the Senate where the language would need to remain and the president would then have to sign it. An interesting footnote is that this fixes a band-aid because each year the language would need to remain in the budget. It does not overturn the regulations, but rather prevents enforcement of it from a budget concern until at least October 1st, 2018. And there's also language in there that changes the predicate date to August of 2016. I reached out to Glenn Loop, and Glenn Loop said that would be a temporary fix as well, as they could strip the language in later budgets, and then it would revert back to 2007. So while there is some good news to it, there's a little bit of not-so-good news attached. Some new items that hit the shelves this week include the Wayfarer from Carson Anthony, the son of Tony Serino. And I say Carson Anthony because that's the name he uses on Facebook, even though we know him as Carson Serino. Additionally, the Rocky Patel Vintage 2008 has arrived in Churchill in Gordo formats with the company delaying the releases of other sizes. And those should ship within the next two weeks. And that's what's up in the cigar world. 
It's time for What's, What's up? up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Oops. Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's, what's up? up? And what's up next week is Cuban cigars and Cuban coffee. We have the the inaugural inaugural. Help me out here. I, I'm not going to go there. The grand opening. The inaugural <laughs> blend. Oh, okay. The of, first blend. The first blend of Cuban coffee into the U.S. Colin Ganley from Twin Engines Coffee did it, and it's a blend of Cuban coffees. He sent it to us. We're going to have that along with Cuban cigars, along with Colin Ganley. And we'll talk about Cuban cigars, which he knows a lot about. We'll talk about uh, Cuban coffee that he blended, uh, mixing other, you know, people talk about mixing, um, say, Nicaraguan tobacco with Nicaraguan, with Cuban tobacco and what's going to happen when those things happen. (coughs) Well, he has blended Cuban coffee with Nicaraguan coffee. Yes, he has. So we're going to see how that goes and uh, we'll, we'll... blend it up, and we'll serve it to everybody that comes up and uh, sees what that's all about, but um, we'll have him on, see what it's all about, and uh, learn from that. The following week, September 30th, will be the grand opening of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, meaning you come up and buy coffee. The coffee shop is open every day, all day. Um, come up and get coffee, smoke cigars, and watch a podcast. It happens to also to be International Podcast Day. I didn't know there was such, such a thing. But coincidentally, the same exact day as the first ever Studio 21 Podcast Cafe or the first ever Podcast Cafe of any kind. So um, we're going to see how that goes. But we uh, attached ourselves with International Podcast Day as a gold sponsor of the international event. And with that... We are going to do a podcast. We're going to do six different podcasts that day live from in here. So uh, the Ash Holes will start it off at 1030, and they'll go to 1130. We'll come on at 12 and go from 12 to 2. And then we have a finance guy, and we have a food guy, and we have a um, jeweler. And then at 6 o'clock, which normally we close at 6 o'clock, but from 6 to 7, we're going to go on live as – a one and only Studio 21 podcast for the international market to this uh, company that's going to take this podcast and go international with it. And we're going to actually share the vision of Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. So uh, it'll be a different audience that we're going to talk to for sure, but um, we can smoke cigars anyway. And for those out there that want to hang around, we're going to be open until 7 o'clock at least because we're on from 6 to 7. Right. Um, and we're all going to be there, right? We're all going to be there. So uh, we'll do we'll do that podcast. So that'll be on September 30th and uh, more things after that. Right now, um, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Okay. So this is going to be $500. First, you have to draw genitals on your chest with sunscreen and lay out in the sun till you get a burn. Are we talking first degree burn here? Second degree burn? A little bit. Enough that it's going to be on there. Okay. 
and then you walk down the strip at a beach, shirtless, so people can see it. Now, when you say genitals, hour. does it have to be uh, the male version? The male or? version. Yes, I'm in. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Doesn't surprise me. See, I, I learned one thing from the anniversary show. I'm gonna wait for you to raise the offer a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Look how smart you are. He ain't raising that offer. Yeah, that's five hundred bucks. No, I'll pass. I don't, I don't go topless at the beach. Yeah, I'm not going topless either because we look like we look. Yeah. So never mind the genital things. I'm not taking my shirt off and walk down the beach. You can. You can get away with it. But I'll shave my chest for the occasion. Put pony up to five hundred bucks. I'll do it right now. How about in the summertime where you? be there for a while because you're saying okay then I'm going to cover myself up in. yeah I mean, how about your head yeah put it on your head that's going to be more than 500 head. bucks because I don't like right to burn your, my head over your forehead I would do it but it's more than 500 really yeah we're, we're doing well, we 15 can, we can raise it we can get a sponsorship $1,600 we can get like Lipton to sign on for this Lipton yeah. oh the tea bag right. I gotcha oh look at you why is it that your brain works so, <laughs> so well fast. With so inappropriate bad. content, but it doesn't work well with which button to push for the outro, even though it says outro right. for what's up in the cigar world. You kind of notice yeah. I'm like leaning in a really uncomfortable sort of way. I can't really turn. I'm dealing with the worst back issue ever. He is. He's been in pain for a long time. we got to get Barry healthy. Last year, you said, okay, we're going to drop 20 pounds on you, Dave. we got to get Barry healthy. That should be the thing. Intermittent fasting, man. It's the way to do it. Let's do it. 16 hours. No eating for 16 hours, then you eat certain foods, and you go another. I'm going to ask you to, to, to email me what I need to do, and I will do it. All right. Gotta it's get, easy. Got to get him healthy, and in the meantime, I would like another 20, lose another 20. Um, but you're not taking away my thin cookies. Yes, I am. Look how little they are. They're thin. You don't need cookies. You're wrong. Something that I found <laughs> that I found interesting, and I know we kind of glossed over this, but in the Cigar Journal, they did an interesting pairing. Uh, they called it the Bittersweet Symphony. They took nine summer liqueurs, yeah. and they paired them with three cigars. Now, we're obviously in a cafe, and we're drinking lots of coffee, but we could do a pairing where we have more than one cigar, you know, the mild, medium, full-bodied, say, maybe from the same company, and then pair them with five or six different coffees and see what the pairing is. Because if you take a, a drink of the coffee here and you take a puff of the cigar, you get maybe one second of the essence of the cigar and then the coffee washes back over. So pairing-wise, I would say that this particular cold brew blend is a little full-bodied yeah. for the flavor experience you're getting with the cigar. It's not bad, but it quickly the finish on the coffee is longer than the finish on the cigar. Yeah. So this would not be the ideal pairing. But this coffee would probably pair well with, let's say, La Giana Maduro because that has a longer finish. So I think that might be an interesting show to do in the future. I got the idea from uh, this. It was a fascinating read, and it was the first time that I've seen. Yeah, but I can't do five coffees in a row. I just can't do you, it. You don't I drink do the whole cigars. coffee. It's just yeah. a little sip. My God. It's not like the cookies. We eat the whole row. You just a little, a little sip. Yeah. How about cupping? Do you know what that is? I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. I did that once in the Dominican, went to a coffee factory and learned the cupping method. You slurp it up like that so you can taste a certain way. And we went to a whole bunch of little slurps. So at the, at end, the end of it, you I, had a cup of coffee. Maybe a few, but, you know, I'm, 
certainly when I was learning this. Nothing on how big his slurp is? No. You got, no? no? You'll even know. Yeah? Okay, just checking. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, so what are your thoughts? We, we know the cigar oh too well. This is a regular, everyday cigar for me. And, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm a cigar geek, you know? I'm on the cigar forums on Facebook. Yeah. And we tend to like stronger, fuller-bodied cigars, which is the opposite of what the majority... Right, exactly. This is a cigar that has as much complexity as a fuller-bodied cigar. There is so much going on in this cigar that it just it stands out above everything Connecticut. Well, yeah. body-wise, you're talking about... You, this is a solid, medium-bodied cigar, although it's mild in strength. Yeah. It pops with flavor. Flavor. So, although... This, now, this is a very full-bodied cold brew... And it almost stands up to it. So, talking about the cold brew, and we're testing this cold brew from what we had last week. Correct. A little too full-bodied. It's a little bit over the top. I think yeah. that the next blend that we have coming is going to fall right in that middle round. That I saw you making this morning. Correct. So, tomorrow. So, we'll we're have, narrowing in, and by September 30th, we're we'll going to have we'll everything. Be dialed. We're going to be all dialed in on everything, and that's what they say on there. Okay, let's go to break. And when we come back, we got a classic three-way, and Mr. Jonathan's going to get debonair. And we got some uh, more letters in the mailbox. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We got that and more. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar. Imported. Long filler cigar. But wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except a name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. 
Jewish State, the rebirth of cigars, and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, A.J. Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality. The day-to-day -day operations at the Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of A.J. Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, A.J. Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the A.J. Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of A.J. Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of A.J. Fernandez cigars. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. That's right, he's the king of cigars, and we're back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage. Gentleman Jonathan's going to do it debonair style. we got a classic three-way. Letters in the mailbox. Keep sending those letters in. Welcome back, everybody, I, to The Cigar Authority. I object. 
to the phrasing, Mr. Jonathan is doing it debonair style. It's a poor turn of phrase. Debonair style? There's too much double entendre going on there. We need a better way of wording that. All right. You you can write this thing. I, I've been doing it for eight years. Do it. Eight years we're doing this podcast. Eight years. So as I'm getting ready for International Podcast Day and learning about podcasts, and you know we're going to be doing this podcast, we were so early Very in early. on this. It's yep. unbelievable how early on we were that some of the guys that are known as like podcast gurus and stuff, they've been doing it for like four years. Right. We got eight years in already, although we didn't know what we were doing. We still don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're still, but we're learning. Uh, we're going to learn a lot more. So um, we are smoking the hammer and sickle. What used to be known as the hammer and sickle icon. And if you search that, you'll still see the cigar appear some places. But maybe a year or two ago, they were sued because the word icon was controlled by another brand that came out after their no, it came out years and years ago. Um, but Are you sure I, I think that? the brand was out of business or whatever it was, okay. which was a Bahia icon. And um, they later trademarked, genius, they trademarked the word trademark. Eric Hansen is very good at giving the middle finger. Yes. Very good. So it's the hammer and sickle trademark. And the trademark of hammer and sickle is exactly this. It's the hammer and the sickle. doesn't say anything on it. It's just the hammer no. and sickle. And a lot of people confuse it with the fact that it uh, – they confuse it with something else. Yeah. But the fact that there's no star on it doesn't yeah. mean it has nothing to do with that. The it's, lack of it's, star. it's so odd that people end up saying that, oh, that is, um, what is it? Um, Communist. Communism. Yet they'll, we, go, they'll go and spend $35 on a fake Cuban cigar on an yeah, island somewhere. That's which communism. If it was a real Cuban cigar, you'd be financing communism, but you won't smoke that cigar because it looks like communism. You're just an idiot. Yeah. That's crazy. Just an idiot. Some of the things I've heard, I mean, it's crazy the other thing so when they had to change the trademark all of the product that they had in the warehouse they had to remove the secondary band that said icon yes and right away i'm talking the next week people were like no i want the one that has the two bands because it's different yeah it's not different they took the bands off themselves one by one and resellowed them because they had to get that trademark off the market so they could come out with the trademark and this doesn't and, – and they decided not to even put a secondary band that's a trademark on it. It's just the trademark of that hammer and sickle without the star because it's not communism. It's no, about it's the opposite. And it's the name of their vodka, which is hammer and sickle vodka. Best vodka on the market in my opinion. Yeah, and hammer and sickle cigars, and that's what it's about. So stop that foolishness. Crazy. Foolish. Yeah. So um, – while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. And this is The Gentleman's Way, and it's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide their clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. And we have a two-part series going on. I'm going to do this week's debonair, and then next week is going to tie into this. This is the first part. 
We've all been to a party or gathering where we have encountered the one-upper. You're smoking a slightly hard-to-come-by cigar, and they only ask you what it is so they can show you their one-time release given to them in an autograph box by the brand owner on his deathbed. You run out of gas and ask the guy for a light, and he makes sure you hear his lighter ping a couple of times before coaching you through the finer points of lighting a cigar with such an expensive lighter. These jack wagons are so self-absorbed, they may not even jack know. Wagon. That's right. Technical term. That's right. They may not even know that they are being annoying, and there is at least one in every crowd. As a gentleman, you must be careful never to be that guy. Of course, it's normal to be proud of your limited edition, and that your lighter is hard to come by, or that you can name all of the subprimings on a tobacco plant in reverse alphabetical order. But the sad truth is that no one really cares what you bring to the table until you care first what they are bringing. Keep your eyes open, notice a couple of cool details that the person might be proud of, and listen to what they have to say. You were born with two ears and one mouth. The question is, are you debonair or not? And next week, I'm going to teach you all how to lose that guy in a crowd. I've got a special technique. Oh! I've got a special technique. And I know it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, it. I feel like that might have been geared towards someone we work with. Uh, no, okay. this was not. This was uh, myself and Oliver from the Ashles encountered someone who was uh, the one-upper. Yeah. And every story ended with, oh, I did that and better. And he and I both were like, this could be a good gentleman's way. And then I showed him how to lose the guy. And which he's is, like, genius. Which is pretty cool. So I'm going to teach everybody that next week. It's very interesting. Tune in, tune in for that because... It, do, it works every time. <laughs> Not 60% of the time. It works every time. So uh, what do you got in the mailbag? Incoming! There's a letter in your mailbox. All right. This is, uh, I believe, the third and final edition of our friend Walter chiming in about our set. Final edition. I think. I think. We'll see what he says this week. Uh, thanks for reading my email last week. Keep up the improvements. Things look better each week. But David Garofalo really needs to get a different color jacket. Oh, God. Also, whoever's in the guest chair seems to always be I, washed out. I was out. told at the anniversary party that this was my color. Oh, it looks great on you. I don't think you look washed out, but uh, it happened with... We, we can change the color of the background. We just get a switch and the color of the background changes and I can leave the jacket. Sure. Um, I did play with different colors, but it, the blue seems to work the best for what my we eyes? have going on. Yeah, with the lights yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, also, whoever's in the guest chair seems to always get washed out. It happened with the hammer and sickle guy. When he was on in Nicaragua, had to wear sunglasses because his lighting was so bright. And that's – he was wearing sunglasses because he has a light sensitivity, and the lights are bright. Right. They're, they're bright. I wear a hat because my baldness reflects too much. Uh, and the guy who keeps winning the trivia, I believe that David is giving him the answers. I am not – I it's know. Sean, and he's here. <laughs> and here are the questions over here. I know. And he does not – I know it Everybody is a, thinks everything is cheating. There is no prize. I think you're cheating. I am not cheating. Okay. And I don't like to be called a cheater. I don't <laughs> cheat. I know it's a process. I'm going to keep bugging you until you get your process perfect. And this is Walter. How can we make it so that maybe the if, if the people in the chat box did the searching and then it showed up on my thing and they're the ones – Asking the question, but I got to make sure that they're correct. They can't say. Well, there's also a like a 20 second delay. Ah, so that's not going to work. Either. You can just okay. have 20 seconds of dead air, I guess. 
All right. So uh, let, let's go to let's bring Sean Rogers, our champion, up. Sean Rogers. Hang on. Hang you're on. skipping over the asylum. asylum. Again. Oh, all right. Skipping over the asylum. Go Sean, ahead. you can still come up. We'll get you set up while he reads his asylum. Go They're ahead. coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time, for, <laughs> it's time for news from the insane asylum. Are and sometimes historic news stories? They're too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Is that a gun in your pants, or are you happy to see me? Oh, God. Amika Witt, 20, was recently pulled over for going 90 miles per hour on a highway in Illinois, where she was found with heroin and ecstasy in her bra. But it doesn't stop there. The woman who was from the show-me state of Missouri had a little something to show during a strip search when cops found a loaded pistol with one in the chamber in the woman's vajayjay. The 13-ounce 380 handgun was found during a cavity search, and thankfully for her, this small pistol didn't prematurely eject or prematurely fire. Oh my <laughs> god. It's safe to say she wasn't happy to see the cops, as there was indeed a gun in her pants. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee. Nobody needs to say anything. We just end right there. We just end it. I'm with you. Okay? That would be debonair. Just let it go. Fill in their own punchlines. I feel, I do feel like his insane asylum is the entire show, though. There is no difference between when he goes on for the, the yeah. bit as it is how he is in real life. But welcome back, Sean. You know, Sean, the guy who needs his mic turned on. There, that you, guy. there you go, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for the cookie. You're Sean, welcome. have I told you any answers to the questions I'm about to say? No. Liar. Absolutely oh, not. All lies. <laughs> And he get, gets double points. Did you do any homework or anything? Which is okay. You look at it. You study a little bit. You gear up. For I you. looked at what happened. Yeah. You know, There's nothing uh, wrong with that. These guys have been doing it for eight years. They don't look. Yep. So they choose not to to try to win. Although Mr. Jonathan wants to win at everything he does. Everything. But not willing to go the extra mile and take a little peek. Is it somebody's birthday? I switched it up last week, and instead of birthdays, I ended up doing yes. events. And he still nailed a couple on, on the button, so this is the way it is. Anyway, this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. <laughs> now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Anyone about this? Kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigar. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from. Yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. 
Just going to get things a little more honest over here. I'm going to make it even more honest. I have eight different things. I'm only, eight? I'm only going to use five. And I numbered them one to eight. You can look at them after. So I'll start with you. Pick a number. Three. Number three. And this is going to Sean, who is our champion. And number three says, today is September 16th. The first TV series about a mixed marriage was called Bridget Loves Burning. It was about a Catholic woman marrying a Jewish man. The first ever series about a mixed marriage happened today on TV. What year? Uh, let's say 1974. 74. 1979. 79. I think they're both over. I'm going 1961. 61 for the point. They were both over at 72. Mr. Jonathan gets the point. Go ahead, say, see? That's the way it ends up working. Because I covered my paper, that's why. <laughs> Barry, pick a number. Five. Number five. This goes to you, Barry. Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a U.S. citizen today. What year? 1988. 88. Mr. J. 1979. 79. Sean. 1983. 83. For Somebody's two got two points. Sean Rogers. Sean Rogers, two <laughs> points. Right. Of course. <laughs> what? Mr. Jonathan, pick a number. Uh, four. Number four. This goes to you. Yeah. Goes to me. Buffalo Bills. O.J. Simpson rushes 250 yards, scores two touchdowns, beating the New England Patriots today. What year? Not a sports guy, but I'm going to say 1981 for two points. 81. Sean. Uh, 1973. 73. 1975. 75. Somebody's got two points. Sean Rogers. Two points. You killed. Right. <laughs> so I got two more questions. Uh, pick a number. This is Jonathan. Uh, let's go with number one. Number one. This goes to Sean. The American League approves the St. Louis Browns to move to become the Baltimore Orioles. Is this football or baseball? This is Orioles baseball. Baseball. And this is very heavy on the whole thing. It's heavy for um, Barry to end up winning. But we're, <laughs> we're letting uh, Sean make it tough for Sean, right? Because you're going to say it's fake. So American League approves the St. Louis Browns to move to become the Baltimore Orioles today. What year? Who is this? Uh, uh, Sean. Sean. 1961. 61. 1962. 1965. 75. Everybody's over. 1953. Wow. And we good, have good play, Sean. Thank Get you. one wrong. Thank That's you. good. I got two. <laughs> That's good. I got two wrong. And Barry, pick a number. Last number. Number eight. Number eight. And this goes to Barry. The 59th Emmy Awards. The Sopranos and 30 Rock win. What year? 2003. 2003. Mr. Jonathan. 1999. 1999. 2000. 2000. Barry gets the point. He says 2003. It was 2007. So everybody was under. Barry gets a point. So it's not a shutout. One, two, three, four, five. Barry, one point. Mr. Jonathan, one point. Sean, four points. 
our winner. Thank you. Congratulations. What a surprise. Don't clap. What do you mean? Don't much clap do for that want? nonsense. Just for, just for fun, public TV begins, Channel 13 begins in New York City. Barry, that was there for you, New York City. You Nin lived there. What year? 1957. 62. Um, first broadcast of Miami Vice, NBC TV today. 1982. 81. 86. 84. And Sammy Sosa becomes the second player to hit 50 in home runs. Three consecutive years. Joining Mark McGuire. 07. Sammy Sosa becomes the second player to hit 50 or more home runs in three consecutive years. Joining Mark McGuire. Sean? Uh, 05. 2000. Ooh. Uh, uh, I would have got that. Here we go. Sean got you. So that's all there is to it. Cheating. Cheating. Yeah. Cheating. Yep. I could have Mr. Jonathan actually write them. In advance, <laughs> and he would still lose them. That's what I think. You were on a roll there for years. I was. And before you just, before you figured out how to beat me, was to feed people the answers. Oh you would give God, them to I'm Barry for a while. Say it. I'm disgusted that you end up saying. We had you on camera giving him to Chuck. That was you, fun. Yeah, was you opened up away, your hand. Back it was then. going away present. We just threw it at Chuck so that we could have him come back, and he's never come back. He hasn't come back. I wonder if he'll get him back. So I wonder if he'll come back for the grand opening in two weeks. I have to apologize to both Vicks that write in because I've been thinking this whole time that they're the same person. Ah. There's Vic V I C. We just got a letter. And then there's Vic V I K. <laughs> v I K. What kind of name is that? I don't know. That's his nickname, maybe. So uh, the following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. <laughs> Good morning, boys. Been wanting to drop you guys a note, but things have been hectic lately. Love the podcast cafe idea. Just wanted to say how awesome the new set is. It's so classy and upscale. I feel like I need to get dressed up now to watch the show. Please do. Please also, do. the video quality is much improved. Good job, fellas. And that's Vic Anderson writing this. And a lot of that came from our viewers saying it looks terrible and you've got to spruce it up and whatever. And after a fortune later, <coughs> it looks like this. And uh, that's it. We've got this going on. I don't like that we have more people watching us now. More people yeah, show look up. Yeah, at that audience. Yeah. How many more? There's still like two chairs left. Yeah. It's like that episode of Bugs Bunny. You know, he senses them watching. Yeah, it bothers you that we have a studio audience. Yes. Yeah. Maybe not looking out there. Maybe yeah. you could, maybe you could shave Jonathan. and you wouldn't feel so self-conscious. I'm picturing Jonathan naked. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new? It's kind of scary. All right, final thoughts here on the Hammer and Sickle, formerly known as Icon, now known as the Trademark. 2013 Cigar of the Year? Maybe. Phenomenal. Uh, certainly great a great... Great go-to regular cigar. Great value, just under $10. Uh, you do get some notes of cinnamon. It has that. Do they say who makes the cigar? They tell us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Davidoff makes Davidoff the cigar. Make. That's why when I take yeah. that first puff, there's two things that come in. <coughs> and it's always the same time. I can't be blind tasted on it because the first thing I think is Davidoff. And the second thing I get is vanilla every single time I light it up. Yeah. Vanilla component to it for sure. And then as you keep the cigar develops, you pick up a little bit of cinnamon, which Barry can't say five times fast. No, can't say one time fast. Can't say it one time. Can help. There we go. All right, that's it. Uh, next week, we're going to be brewing authentic Cuban coffee from a guy in Nicaragua and smoking authentic Cuban cigars and Nicaraguan cigars. Colin Ganley from Twin Engines joins us. But until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are we going to be three men smoking two cigars at the same time? We could. Well, if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, which is more than likely... Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashville, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.